that now covers local football in this great town of ours as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, week 25 of the SBTS Hastings Report with my ESFL veteran co-host, Leon Pettit, running through the week that was for our local sides in the SCFL, MSFL and ESFL. Then Timmy Fabuth Jones joins us to give his Tim's takes on HUFC women's draw versus Welling, his thoughts on the men's fortunes, and some post-match thoughts from Billy Wood. Then we have young Neo Bridges on, who runs the HUFC TikTok and YouTube output on how he got it started and how much he's loving doing it. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to week 25 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to have uh, ESFL veteran uh, co-host Leon Pettit here for week 25 of the Hastings Report. Before we get started, Leon, how's your week been? Yeah, all good. Yeah, I'm all right. Currently ache from my weekend's um, activities, but no doubt we'll get onto that. Despite I don't really want to talk about it, but you'll probably make me too. So, all good. I'll ask gently. Don't worry. I saw (laughs) the score. Right. So, we move straight into the SCFL results. Tuesday evening's results. Uh, first of all, we've got Little Common nil, Eastbourne Town 1. Uh, an impressive result for Eastbourne Town yet again. Leon Gregg getting a goal and uh, straight from a corner, apparently. Um, we sort of said that they might struggle, uh, Little Common, with Eastbourne Town, who had a fair few decent victories. Any thoughts on this game, Leon? Um, no, I think it's just what we said when they offered we sort of... Um... I wouldn't say predicted Little Common would lose, but we knew it would be a bit. It would be a tough game tough for him. them, and yeah, and it was evidently. But, right. but a much better result of the weekend, which I'm sure we'll we'll get on. We're, we're certainly gonna we're certainly gonna do that, right? Then and then we got the Wednesday where uh, Bexhill three, uh, Midhurst and Eastbourne one, um, Stephen Oco with two, and Evan Archibald getting the goals for Bexhill, uh, Marcus Bedford getting. The goal for Midhurst. We do have a small little match report here from the Borna Totter uh, on a massive Bexhill fan on Twitter. And I'm just going to get that now. Just uh, He says, uh, another good home sh- showing from the Pirates. Midhurst squandered a few good chances first half after we took the lead. But we were always threatening up front. Great header from Ebbs for the second. Stephen Oko scoring two. Made the other with a superb cross. I was unlucky not to have a hat-trick. It was chalked off for a narrow offside at the death. The Pirates are well positioned now in what's proving to be a very unpredictable league this season. I think we'd agree with that one. Uh, no reason why we can't push on from here, he says. Uh, yeah, I can't really argue with that one, Liam. No, yeah. No, it's um, Midhurst uh, struggling at the minute. The recent form, there's no 
Um, there's no green indicating a win in the last few games. So, yeah, obviously going for a bit of a torrid time. And unfortunately for them, they come up against a rampant Bexhill United. Uh, yeah, yeah, good results for them. And hopefully they can have a nice little push at the end of the season, which yeah. I think is sort of similar to what they did last season when they ended up finishing as high as they did. I think it was down to their sort of form in the second half of the season. So a nice repeat of that would be nice. Yeah, would be, would be. Uh, then we move on to the Saturday. So uh, the 11th and uh, Little Common 3, Crowbar Athletic 2, uh, Lewis Hole, James Miriam Batchelor and Adam Smith getting the goals. Uh, James Miriam Batchelor winning the Man of the Match Award as well. An excellent win for Little Common. Uh, 3-0 up and despite a late fight back from Crowborough, it wasn't enough. Uh, Little Common with the points. Uh, great to see Little Common bounce straight back, Leon. Yeah, yeah, that is um, yeah, a really good result for him. And I think they scored within like the first first few seconds of the game. I'm sure they scored in the first minute. So they come out all guns blazing and yeah, not not the stuffing out of Crowborough. But yeah, good result for him. Good, excellent. Right, and there we go. Uh, AFC Uckfield nil. Uh, Bexhill United 2, uh, comfortable victory in the end for Bexhill, leaving it till midway through the second half until opening the scoring with Jamie Farragut and a magnificent effort to win it for, from Evan Archibald. Great little win there for Bexhill. Yeah, and like you say, a cracking goal from Archibald. I saw it, saw the video of it earlier. And yeah, that'll be one note now that we'll be sharing on doing the rounds on social media and whatnot, telling the grandkids about. So, moving on to fixtures, we've got uh, Loxwood versus Little Common, and that's on the, the Tuesday. We're recording this on the Monday, so Tuesday evening game. Could uh, Common make it four defeats in a row for Loxwood? Um, what do you think, Leon? Yeah, oh, I fancy fancy Little Common to, to win that one. Um, they got, got a few, so they still got a few ga- game in, games in hand, didn't they, yeah, the teams got... around them. So, yeah, it'd be nice to, like maybe like Bexhill having a, a late season push and push on for the top. You know, top half table finish, yeah, but um, yeah, just based on form and table positions, I, I yeah, favour little common. Okay, then we again little common uh, on the uh, the Saturday. Uh, they're they're going away again to Hassocks. Um, little common face a difficult trip to the Beacon, um, who usually always get goals. I mean, uh, with this one, I fancy a bit of a score draw. I think uh, there's always goals in Hassocks. Um, what are you thinking, Leon? I think you covered it all there, really. Yeah. Classic's a tough place to go and can't really add anything more to what you've said there. Right then. So on Saturday, Bexhill United facing Stenning Town. Could Bexhill jump over Stenning into fourth spot? Maybe. Uh, they certainly have got it in them at the moment in decent form. What do you think, Leon? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I was saying earlier, nice little um, end, end of season push from, from Bexhill would be nice. So yeah, why not? Right. And so that's the uh, SCFL. So moving on to the MSFL. First of all, we've got we haven't got many results from there because most cup games. Uh so we got Holland Sports nil, Sedlescombe Rangers nil. Uh that's now four games I've beaten in the league for Sedlescombe. So it's a nice little turnaround from what was quite worrying earlier on in the season. Any thoughts on that, Neil? Um, yeah, no, I suppose like they should be happy that they've got a clean sheet away from home. Going to Holland is a bit I think it's one of the further away away games in that league. So um yeah, obviously, I, you know, I don't know how the game panned out. So, this guy might have been disappointed with a nil-nil, but just looking at what I've got in front of me, you know, it's not a bad result. Mm. Okay, and then we have uh, Rygate Priory 2, Battletown 2, Battletown. Uh, all considered as two points dropped, and it's looking more difficult for them now to catch that second place. Uh, yeah, just that little dip in form just at the wrong time for battle. 
but it's still, you know, it's still anyone's that second place. Uh, what are you thinking, Neil? Um, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, you know, all, all good things come to an end after their result last week. But, um, you know, it's just repeating what I've said previous weeks. You know, it's a, it's a very competitive league, barring, barring top and bottom. So we all know any any team can beat each other in this league. So, but, um, yeah, to go away from home and get a draw, you know, it's for, 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 for me, um, my opinion is probably, a, it's, you know, not a bad result for battle, but they may, may see it differently. Yeah. And then uh, that was that's that's it with MSFL Prem. But we've got in the Mid Sussex Senior Charity Cup quarterfinal, uh, big two, the big two, Linfield one, Hollington seven. Uh, goals for uh, Hollington, Charlie Cornford, Zachary McHenry, uh, two for Paul Rogers, uh, Joel Calambe, uh, and Daniel Tewksbury getting the goals for Hollington. Uh, Linfield kept it to one nil at half time, but you can't deny uh, a team with Hollington's quality, and they broke Linfield. After one of those John Carey team talks, uh, re-energised uh, Hollington. Um, and that was the first goal Hollington conceded in 1,249 minutes, which is an incredible effort and a record they should be proud of. Uh, any thoughts, Leon, on the, well, big win for Le- uh, Hollington? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm surprised. I was surprised at the scoreline. I didn't think, I thought it would be a closer game than that, especially going going away to Linfield, who, you know, set, uh, um, second, in, you know, I know it weren't a league game, but you'd think they'd be well up for it. But Wellington obviously absolutely, absolutely smashed it through to the semis now. And I think I saw some of them have upfield reserves, which I'd fully expect them to win. So that take him into the final and um, yeah, chance for another another trophy for Hollington. Yeah, right, okay. So moving on to the fixtures, uh, Southampton Rangers are playing uh, Cookfield Rangers, uh, a game which uh, where Sedlescombe, uh catch uh, Cookfield in changeable form. Um, let's hope they can uh, keep that run going. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Sedlescombe, who knows? Yeah, and uh, Westfield uh, playing Holland Sports, uh, which absolute must win for Westfield with uh, Linfield facing Willingdon, bottom club Willingdon. Uh, the same this uh, on that Saturday. Uh, it might not make much difference to the league, but they must keep keeping that pressure up with three points. Any thoughts on that, Leon? Um, no, I'd expect Westfield to win that one. Definitely favour them. So, uh, in the uh, Sussex Intermediary Challenge Cup, Storrington Community uh, are facing Hollington. Uh, this Hollington travel to the Southern Combination Div 1 side. And from what I've heard, they expect they're going to win. Yeah. Anything yeah, about that? Yeah. Adding more to that, really, no. Um Right, so we move on to the ESFL Prem. Uh, Punnett's down two, Rockinor one. Uh, Liam Liam Beckett and uh, Mark Phillips with a beauty, uh, an absolute beauty from 30 yards. Punnett's made hard work of Rockinor with this 2-1, 2-1 win. It's surprising hard work, really, considering where they both are in the league. <laughs> so, yeah, this Saturday, uh, Sydney United one, Town two. Uh, right Town's goals, Jules Phillips and George Govet. Sidley's goal was from Will Witham. Uh, nine points behind Bexhill Town, but they have got five games in hand. So uh, Rye uh, could very well be right, right, heading right to the top. In the uh, ESFL Prem, that's now going to cup games. Yeah, so ESFL Prem moving on to the Hastings FA Intermediate Cup uh, involving sides in that league. Uh, Hawkehurst United 1, Bexhill Town 4. Uh, the goals for Bexhill Town, Harvey Barnes getting a couple and Tommy Whelan with another two. Uh, Kieran Martin getting the goal for Hawkehurst and Leon Fisher seeing red for Hawkehurst as well. Uh, then we have 
the again Sterling Hastings uh, FA Intermediary Cup. We've got St Leonard Social two, Crowhurst two going to penalties and uh, Crowhurst won it five three. Then we move on to the next uh, the next game in the Hastings FA Intermediary Intermediate Cup, and it was Westfield eight, Robertsbridge United two. Uh, a hat trick for George Landace, uh, a hat trick for Warren Pethig, uh, Baxter or uh, Baxter Orchard, and Sam Willett getting goals for Westfield. Uh, the goals for Robertsbridge were from Guy Ballard and Leigh Tullett. Uh, again, I've got a small little match report. So it was fantastic entertainment and Westfield showing real quality uh, at points in the game. We've seen the goals, Leon. It was a lovely last one. Uh, the goal for Pethick's uh, hat trick. So we go move on to ESFL Division One. Uh, Parson move first seven. Uh, Battletown reserves two. Uh, Parson moves goals. Fraser Descali, Descala, sorry, with two. Uh, Joshua Page with two. Callum Brand, Curtis Coombs, and Ross Williams getting the goals. That's a big win um, against Winless Battle. Um, again, Division One, another cup game. Uh, Hastings FA Junior Cup. Uh, Bexall Rovers two. Little Common reserves one. Uh, that man, Attilio, gets the goal for Little Common. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the goals for Bexall Rovers at time of recording. Right, uh, moving on to the SFL Division. Uh, Nordium 75-3. Parson moved seconds, nil. Uh, uh, we've got goals from Oscar Garcia-Cruz, Stephen Hausago, uh, and there's no one else being put down, so I take it that might be an OG in that game, but don't don't quote me on that. Uh, so win there for Nordium. Uh Pesh Hill, nil, uh, Ninfield free. Uh, massive win for Ninfield against the top club Pesh. Uh, the deadlock broke in the second half with goals from Danny Austin, Mark Franks and Jason Taylor. Uh, just to say, Liam Austin got a bad knock and hopefully he's on the mend and hopefully everyone hopes he gets a swift recovery. Uh, just that little bit more of experience about the Ninfield teams got, got them over the line. And yeah, good win there for Ninfield. Uh, Settlescombe Rangers reserves three. Who two uh, goals for Settlescombe, uh, two from Zach Boltwood and one from Joseph Hanney. Uh, the goals for Who, Callum, uh, Holt, Burgess and Connor Loke. Uh, who put up a good fight, but Settlescombe were too strong for them despite taking the lead twice. Victoria Baptist one, Hollington United reserves four. Uh, Hollington United reserves goals were Alan Foster, Nathan Russell, Joshua Gray and Bradley Najay. Uh, a great win for Hollington Reserves means that they are in with a shout for that top spot now. Uh, Hastings FA Junior Cup in Div 2. Iquisham Casuals 1. Uh, Wadhurst United 6. Uh, Wadhurst goal from Ryan Bateman, who got a couple. James Campion, Max Hammond, Thomas Williams and Henry Martin. And the goal for Iquisham from Reese Piggott. Leon, uh, can you give us a little bit of a taste of what happened? Don't really want to, mate. No, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just can't put my finger on why we're so, why we're so bad, really. Um, so I'm, so I'm fed up of being injured all the time. I just could feel my hamstrings feel a bit, a bit tight. So yeah, just a bit, a bit, um, yeah, I can't describe it. Just a bit annoyed, sort of, you know, losing, injured, and are you yeah, injured yeah. again? Um, no, no, I could just like just warming up. I could feel my my hamstring just pretty tight. So you just spend most of the game worrying, worrying about that, yeah. you know, playing playing right right wing when you can't really sprint. It's not a good thing. But I think we just have to, um, yeah, write this season off, get relegated, and smash div div three next season. That's it. Yes, <laughs> it. Anything to say about Wadhurst 
anyone to watch from their side? Anything that outstanding from them, or was it just that no, you, you guys didn't really turn up? Of, yeah, it was basically that we just didn't, just didn't turn up for the umpteenth time this season. Sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. Right then, so moving on to ESFL Division Three. ESFL Division Three: uh, Mountford United one, Hurstman Zoo one. Uh, Matthew Tidemarsh with the goal for Mountfield. Just, and at time of recording, uh, we don't have the Hurstman Zoo goal. It's a great point for Mountfield against that tabletop inside. Uh, Parkfield nil, Orrington two. That's four games without uh, a win for Parkfield. Uh, the goals for Orrington were from Sam Sanders and an own goal. Westfield thirds four, uh, Sovereign Saints three. Uh, the goals for Westfield, Matt Cannon, Kelvin, Orman, Lewis Barrett and Alfie Apps. And the goals for Sovereign Saints reserves were was from Shayan Sharifi and two from Chris Williams. Uh, for Westfield, Sam Wave saw red. Uh, and just so it happens, it's actually the first win of the season for Westfield. Uh, good on them. Uh, still in Division 3, but in the FA Lower Division Cup, uh, Bexhill, AAC reserves one, Hawkehurst United reserves three. Uh, the goals for Hawkehurst from Philip Anim, Alfie Field, and not announced, so I'll take that as an own goal. Bexhills aren't up at time of recording. Still in the lower division cup, Catsfield three, Wellcroft Park Rangers one. Goals for Catsfield from David Booth, Anthony Luke, and Greg Potter. Uh, Wellcroft's goal from Matthew Williams. Still in the division, uh, lower division cup, we've got Hastings Comets nil, Ticehurst three, uh, George Brown, Danny McGahan and Harvey Maskell getting the goals for Ticehurst. Still low division cup, uh, right hand reserves two, Crowhurst reserves three. Goals for Crowhurst from Ryan Jinks, Joe Martin and Harley Millwood. Uh, the goals for right Town, uh, a couple from Billy Blackfield. That's division three. Moving on to division four, Burwash two, Selluscombe Rangers with development uh, five. Uh, goals for Selluscombe Rangers, a hat-trick from Tom Ackerley. Uh, goals from Ashley Russell and Jake Warner. Uh, the goals for uh, Burwash from uh, Alex Underdown and Henry Underdown. That's a big win for Saddlescombe. They're, they're only third on goal difference. So Robertsbridge United reserves two. Westfield fourths uh, nil. Uh, two goals from Dan Goodsall for Robertsbridge. Milo Stratford seeing red for Westfield. Uh, and that is a big shock there. So second place, Westfield were down to 10 men very early. And, well, good win there for Robertsbridge United. Yeah, Division 4, Junior Club, Tackaway 5, Battletown uh, Thirds 1, goals for Junior Club, Lewis Finch with 1, Stephen Thompson, 2 for Grant Cornelius, and 1 for Danny Croft. The goal for Battletown Thirds was from Carl McLeod. Moving on to the uh, Robertsbridge Charity Junior Cup involving Division 4 sides. Uh, first of all, pass the move Thirds against Sandhurst. Uh, that was awarded an away win to Sandhurst. I don't think Parson Thirds could make up a side. And that, I think, is that. Well, here's some ESFL team of the week. Uh, not First of all, great that uh, people are voting and we're getting a consistent team of the week. Fantastic to, to see. Uh, you don't. It doesn't have to be just teams or, or their players voting. It can be you fans who've seen the game. Uh, so it's great that it's out. Well, you know, as I'm just looking at the side now. You could see Carl McLeod, Fraser Descali. Uh, you know, these are consistent players. Uh, yeah, Danny Austin from Ninfield. All right, and then, well, thanks very much for that. And um, that was the week that was. So um, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week, mate.
have six in If not, we'll have to have two We well, are coming up at our end, aren't you? So I'll get one with you I won't let us have six in Especially not with the food He could have just told us no, though He didn't have to be rude You see her with the green dress She talked to me at the bar Where I come in, so ready to And now over to Timothy Booth Jones and his Tim's Takes. Hastings United ladies won, Welling won on Sunday. Disappointing we didn't win. We dropped two points, but we're one point clear at the top of Ashford, who didn't have a league game. We had Lucy Apps in goal, and we had us, us our full-backs. We played Jess Bellahue and Vix Phillips. Centre-halves were Rosie Mugridge and Lauren Sharp. We had Ruby Harris playing in midfield with Millie Main as our defensive midfield player, making her first start for the club, and Charlotte Gurr. And then up front, we had Ella Roper, who was playing wide on the right to start with, along in the middle with um, Sean Heather and Beth Crease playing wide on the left. It was a very entertaining first half. We scored a goal from uh, a corner from the left, which was flicked on and Sean Heather was a far post to hammer the ball home. And we came close on two or three other occasions to increasing our lead. We could really have done with that second goal because Welling were dangerous. But I think if we had got a second goal, that could have put them out of the out of the match. The second half became very open with both sides attacking at either end. We had good chances to increase our lead, but we Welling um, committing more people to attack, we did look a bit vulnerable at the back, and it was a mistake at the back which allowed Welling to equalise. Try as hard as we might, we couldn't get a second goal, so it's one all. Really makes our next game at home to Ashford 
very important where we could um, do with the three points. But we're still one point clear and in a good position. And of course, the men had a solid 2-0 win at Corinthian Casuals. Very historic ground. Enjoyed the visit there. Yeah, we, we did all right. Yeah, we sort of played a, played the ball a bit longer in the first half after um, about five minutes when we found we weren't um, passing the ball perhaps as well as we would have liked. So Louis started playing it a bit long and we got on top and got two goals. What I liked about the setup for, of our team was, yeah, on the bench we had three born and bred Hastings players with Sammy Adams, Kian Moynes and, and Finlay Chapman here, very youthful. And of course, with our Hastings players in the team as well, and Ollie Black and Kane Penn, Jack Dixon, among others, yeah, we had a good contingent of local players, which is very promising. I also managed to have a chat with Tom Chalmers there at the game, and he was so energetic in the warm-up, doing bicycle kicks and firing shots in, charging around everywhere. And when he retrieved the ball from behind the goal, I asked him how his recovery was going. And he said, yeah, he felt good. You know, he felt so he could have played against Corinthian, which is good news. So hopefully we'll be seeing Tom Chalmers back as soon as possible because we, we certainly, yeah, we missed him. But another three points. It'd be great if we could win at Kingstonian on, on the Tooting and Mitcham ground on Wednesday night because that would then set up yeah, a cracking game on Saturday. Billy, yes. play against Welling, tough side, one all draw. What's your take on the game? I they were a really, really strong outfit. I think they've obviously got stronger as the season's gone on. Um, I feel like we've, look, they're celebrating a point we're not. So that tells you a lot. Like, you can hear the claps and the cheers in there. Yeah. Like, we don't feel happy after, like, after, after getting a point. But we have to take the positive that it doesn't change anything for next week. We play Ashford and we, we've got to go to we've got Ashford have got to come here and we've got to we've got to go and get a positive result. It's as simple as that. Um, that's all that's all that matters really is the fact that we're now a point clear at the top of the table. because um, Ashford didn't play in the league today and we've just got to go again and yeah. just, just right our wrongs a little bit. We've got a little yeah, bit of We created quite a few chances. Oh, we? Too many chances. Too much, yeah. It must be frustrating for yeah. you on the side because a couple, I think the second goal might have killed them off a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, like if we yeah. score a second goal in the first half, if that only hit the bar or at the yeah. post, then suddenly we're yeah. turning up the game's done. Uh, it wasn't done. Um, we we have to be honest. We created a mistake, a big mistake there, which shouldn't be happening. Uh, and that mistake allowed them to get back in the game, and they nick a point, which um, we're very frustrated because now, whilst we're still unbeaten, we now drop points. Our first time of the season. As you say, it all, go, all depends now on for us against Ashford and other. Yeah. We're putting a good performance. Yeah, it would be good for us oh, there, wouldn't it? Oh, all that matters now is next week go up against Ashford. We, we have to get three points. And look, I'm, I'm confident in that team that we will. It's as simple as that. May I ask about Rosie? Do you, any news Don't on her? Don't look good. That's a shame because yeah. she's been a stalwart for us. Yeah. And any news on Izzy? How is he? Bert? How uh, she's getting on with nine her? months at least. Oh, uh, no. Should be with us next week here. Yeah. 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 But yeah, sadly, yeah. And, and anyway, a good win on Saturday. Yeah, three, yeah, three yeah, points yeah. Saturday. Yeah, messy game of football, but we, um, but Gary delivered, so that's what matters. Really. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Billy, Cheers, and uh, good luck for next Sunday. Thank you. Cheers. There's some friends that I know living in this town, and I've come far to see them. Gonna track them down. They live
Young, Neo Bridges, TikTok and YouTube guru and undefeated table football doubles champion with yours truly. It gives me great pleasure uh, for episode 94 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast to have Neo Bridges on. Neo runs the Hastings United FC uh, YouTube, which is full of pre-match, uh, goal highlights, uh, chances, post-match it's only just come to my attention over the last couple of weeks, so I thought we must get the lad on. Firstly, Neo, hello. You all right? Right. And and I already said I was going to mention this. Did your mum and dad watch The Matrix? Is that why your name's Neo? Yeah, the exact reason. Yeah, yeah just fair, fair, enough, fair enough. But yeah, so he's on because uh, it's a magnificent YouTube. I want everyone to listen, to subscribe to it because it's, it's great fun getting those thoughts of uh, Gary, the the rest of the lads after the game. 
as well as lots of um, footage of supporters. So, you know, particularly myself, like I like go home and away. I'm sure lots of many, lots of people like their 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 ugly faces in um, on the YouTube. So please get watching. But firstly, Neo, what brought you to getting involved with the Hastings United YouTube? Well, I've only been coming for about a year now. And the first game I went to, it was like a 4-0 win. And since then, I've just been hooked. I've loved the club for ages. Mm. And, yeah, I only just recently discovered that, oh, yeah, they don't have a TikTok. I'd love to be involved with this club. I'd love to do all this. I'd... Socials and that, yeah. TikTok. Yeah, I just talked to Dane. Um, and he'd given me an opportunity. And thank God it all worked out from there. Nice one. So just because I'm, I'm old, so I'm not on TikTok. So, so the TikTok, if anyone wants to get on the TikTok, what do they have to say, type in or whatever to get on the Hastings um, TikTok? We recently got a massive following of about half a thousand. Um, so now if you just search in Hastings United, it just comes up straight away. And so the YouTube, I think Hastings, is it UFC on YouTube? Um, it's one of them. If you search up Hastings United FC. And then it'll get that, yeah. Yeah, you'll just get match highlights. Nice. Okay, so you're in charge of the TikTok and the YouTube. Anything else? No, that's it so far. Great stuff. Okay, so you've jumped in. You're obviously a, quite a keen fan. Uh, I like that. You know, it's good. You know, it's, there's a lot to love about this club. Uh, you've got. You've done about 10, is it about 10 videos now? You're up to about 10 on the YouTube? Um, yeah, around there. Gonna try and get the women's out today and get the under twenty threes out tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, something that we haven't mentioned, uh, you, you're doing the under twenty threes, the women's side, and the men's side. And yeah. so is that going to be like extended highlights for all of those under twenty threes, women's, men's? Yeah, it's just going to be all, all that I can get to really. So the men's, I've got a place on the coach, so I can go to all their games women's and under 23s I haven't so it's only going to be home games to my knowing but what I want to talk about now so uh, I've obviously had a little chat with you we met up at Corinthians we are the doubles team to to beat all doubles teams in terms of table football we owned it in, in the Corinthian clubhouse yeah so anyway we beat Burger King Bob and, and Robbie were destroyed by us weren't they uh guess so no no not guess so it we destroyed them yes thank you um, <laughs> I want to say I want to sound modest, mate. <laughs> Obviously, caught you quickly before you had to get out. So, what is it that normally your remit? What do you try and do? You try to get a little bit as the players are coming out, and then pre and post match. Uh, first game I did, um, I got a few um, pre match interviews, but I don't seem to be able to do that now because of how the players have to rush into it and all that. Yeah, the first time. I just did it with Alex Bradford and Nori Scott. Yeah, I'm just doing post-match interviews now, try and get two or three um, at a premium. So, mm. yeah, that's what I've been trying to do recently. Yeah. Well, it's quite nice of you. I mean, you did put Louis Rogers on the spot um, <laughs> when you when you said about, you know, why is the reason goals have been going in? I did like that. Is it your fault? Which I, I thought was quite amusing. But uh, you did put up that absolutely ridiculously good save that he uh, did. 
mm. uh, in, a, in a game that we, yes, we won 2-0, but it could have been different if uh, Louis Rogers hadn't had his amazing, uh, his amazing self there. Your thoughts, actually, on Corinthians. You're, obviously, you're the man with the camera. You're watching the game. Myself and a lot of others that, uh, fans, we're behind the goal, so we have a different view. For me, it was, you know, first half, I felt we were quite in control. Second half, we kind of dipped to, to the Corinthians level because Corinthians, sorry to be, and I, you know, I did say this to Corinthian fans, they look very relegated to me. Um, what, what was, well, how did it come across to you? You know, you're filming the game. What, how did you feel about the Corinthians match? Um, first half, I thought we were dominant, to put it nicely. Mm. Um, first 10 minutes, I thought, oh, God, these, why are these low in the relegation zone? They seem to yeah. be quite pre- high pressing and all this. Mm. Um, but then suddenly we just got our first attack and that's where we controlled it. They, and in my opinion, um, their players seemed a bit more, I'd say, had a lack of composure, with their, yeah. which gave away their penalty. Second half's exact same of what. Talking about that penalty, just quickly, talking about that penalty. Now, that number five was pulling shirts three, four chances before the penalty was given. And then I didn't think he did anything at the penalty. So, I mean, he brought about his own bad luck. What Did you have any view on that or from where you were? did it? Was it a stonewall penalty? Yeah, I thought we had a few penalty calls before that, really. Mm, yeah. But... Um, that one, they were just pushing him into the goal. He tried to get out and then lot were trying to push him back in. And I was saying to the fans on the side that if David got his head on it, it would be called for offside because he's literally inside the goal. Right. I think it should have been a penalty and good refereeing by the officials. So. Whenever a penalty goes for us, that's excellent refereeing. <laughs> I think we could both agree on that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so with these videos you're doing, how long has it taken you? And I, you know, from from what I do, I know these things can take quite a while. Um, have you kind of got it nailed down now? Can have you got like an afternoon where you just get it, everything edited and out, or is it still kind of a bit of a stress? Yeah, I try. Like I have to wait about a day for Joe because I've got all my all my stuff. I need to wait for Joe to get his clips in so I can put all them in because he gets it from a better angle than I do yeah um and he's got a better camera than I do because I'm using what I'm using now yeah um my phone um for most of the games so I use quite a simple um editing software so it's quite easy I just put the clips in add in transitions and that's what I do mainly so yeah it takes time though takes time it usually takes surprisingly TikToks take longer than the videos actually do because mm. um you need to put a lot of like filters and all that need to get the sound right so yeah the tiktoks usually take about two hours um the youtube videos usually take about an hour an hour and a half maybe about oh. around there. i reckon about three percent of our fan base even know about tiktok yeah yeah, I'm a I'm a complete philistine to that. So, uh, good luck, good luck with the TikTok. Yeah, I just love going to see the boys. Love traveling mm. with them. Love talking to them. Love interviewing them. Yeah, I just love everything about the club, really. No, well, it's, it's, 
good it's good to hear so wednesday kingstonians uh we should beat them kingstonians are struggling but it's football anything can happen i want a neo prediction now this is coming out on friday so don't worry so the game will be gone and it, and if it's really pear shaped i'll delete it i'll delete what you say but like um how do you feel we're going to get on what do you think what sort of result you're going to get okay i'm getting this now <laughs> um sorry i'd say 2-0 yeah david smith um david smith goal mm. from inside the box tapping yeah and maybe i'd say Ollie Black header. Ollie Black. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a left field. That's a left field choice. Yeah, I'm saying I'm feeling two, three now. I feel we get an early goal. Games games to bed. I think Smithy, it would be great if Smithy could get a goal because he desperately needs a goal. And I think Pope will get another one. Yeah. Uh listen, Neo, it's great having you on. Uh please, anyone that's listening or watching this, subscribe to that YouTube channel. Um, it's great stuff. It's great content. It's it's great to just see fellow fans as well, uh, as well as all our chant. It's you know I know because I've been around a while. Lots of people moan that the club doesn't put stuff out. Now I'm not linked with the club. I'm independent from the club, but it's great for the club to be putting stuff out, and that's because of this wonderful volunteer Neo getting this stuff out there. So please, you know, help support him, keep him, keep him doing it. So uh, Neo, thank you, and I'll see you at the game. Yeah, of course. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week, and see you at the game.